everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Grapple Cast. It is I, Jamie, and joined with Dan and Joe. There's no Taryn, but Dan. What up, What's up? Oops. What's up, guys? How's it going? All right, not doing, too bad, thanks. Doing great. I mean, we had the pay-per-view of the year on Sunday, so very happy. Still recovering. I almost stayed up for Dynamite, but I couldn't do it. I always find it weird. Like I can stay up for pay-per-views, but I can't stay up for shows. I think it's the adverts that put you off because then you just sat there just like for two minutes, like, all right, can't do this. Falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing Especially with got, um, Dynamite on tonight. Dynamite's on um, for us in the UK. It's on at quarter to midnight. So I'm looking actually looking forward to that because Dynamite looked amazing. Um, so really looking forward to that. But the, the, yeah, like you said, pay-per-view of the year. Yeah. And I even watched, um, I watched Dynamite yesterday as well without... I kind of saw one thing that happened, which we'll talk about later. But, um, yeah, very good show, both shows. But I'm going to have to start because we did our last episode, was it Wednesday last week? Obviously, it went live Friday, and we missed all of AEW from last week. So, I mean, Taryn was wrong, obviously. So let's just start (laughs) off with that. And I think all of us basically said possibly Ring of Honor is going to be bought. I mean... I, I can see the talks of a streaming service now that they've got this library as well. So maybe Taron will be right in the future. But the big announcement by Tony Khan last week was AEW. Shane's not here. AEW has purchased Ring of Honor. So what are you? Can your we just talk about his? Can we just start by talking about his voice? Like you've got Tony Khan's voice normally. He's just like, "Hey guys, I'm happy to be here." Then when he's doing like announcements, so Shane's not here, guys. He's Shane's not here. Not here. Shane's not here. It's me. It's like, we've got a packed show and we've got some great news for you. I'm like, dude, you don't need to share. You got a microphone. You're fine. He was just, he was so excited. But... He was. I, I'd be excited as well. I mean, you've got Ring of Honor, but my three quarters of the people who, well, it, they've got Ring of Honor, but they haven't got the talent from Ring of Honor. Have they? Most of them are in um, Impact. They're, what's it called? Uh, Honor No More, I think they're called in uh, Impact. Yeah. But you've still got the champion. Um, he's not signed with anybody. I'm not sure if Roxy's signed with WWE yet. So yeah, a is. lot of their, tra- yeah. Oh, um, Deanna Peraza's a Ring of Honor women's champion. Yeah. So, they, you know, they still got, they, the titles are still out there. Um, but yeah, it's the tape library, and apparently they, I think they said WWE have tried to buy it, but they obviously didn't offer enough. But yeah, they've got it, and it's exciting stuff. They can actually build something, a history of like what's happened in the past with CM Punk and what's happened in the past with Daniel Bryan and all of these talents. They can actually, you know, they're, they're wrestling historians. They can kind of say what's happened in the past thing. Yeah, and I think AEW have kind of not shied away from talking about other companies as well. So this just definitely helps it and make sure they don't get sued. As WWE basically say nothing at all about any other company, unless it's in interviews, obviously on the shows they don't. But AEW slightly reference, oh, the other show, or, you know, I think it was this week on Dynamite or the week before, they actually basically said something like Raw or WWE. I was like, you can't say that. It's illegal. You've got it the but... other way around as well. You've got like the Pat McAfee show that's not even WWE. And then you've got Pat McAfee going that talking about AEW and he mentions, oh, yeah, you know, the ratings and stars going to AEW. And Vince just sits there. He just doesn't even comment until the subject's changed. Well, yeah, I mean, that is one piece of news that we will talk about that we kind of thought was going to happen. Vince McMahon was a guest on Pat McAfee last Thursday. 
And there was big rumours that it's going to be Vince versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. And thank God it's not, because nobody wants to see that happen. Um, possibly get in the ring and have a little bit of a face-to-face, but no, after Raw, it seems it's going to be Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll have, it's already had some good build. And I do think Vince may be involved. He might be on commentary or there might be something to do with it. But McAfee versus Cole was a really good match. Um, and I think they've got a good, what, three weeks now to tell a good story. I'm already invested. I think it'll be a good, fun, five, ten minute match. And McAfee's got a lot of reach, so a lot of followers. A lot of people watch that show. I think it's like the most watched show weekly on YouTube. So you'll have a lot of eyes on it. And I'm not against it. I know that you want to give a lot of people a chance on the card. but it gets eyes, you know, it gets the NFL eyes. People know Pat McAfee from the Colts. It'll get them watching WWE going, oh, yeah, looks like a, a celebrity's going and doing something different. Hmm. Yeah, and you don't mind as much because he is pretty decent in a match. I mean, what was it, a year ago we had that NXT match or was it two years? I'm trying to think how long ago it actually was, probably was. A year and a bit. Yeah, Could have been a three, yeah. who knows. <laughs> I can I can remember fans being there because they had the commentary table in the middle of the fans, didn't they? And, that, and he went and yeah. punt kicked Cole on the table. So, yeah, it could have been a couple of years ago because they did the War Games match, didn't they? Um, where it was like Team Pat versus Team Undisputed Era. Yeah, and like I said, he, he isn't that bad in the ring, so you don't mind. I mean, it gets a bit ridiculous when you bring in people like Michael Cole, who has no wrestling experience whatsoever into a match. But Pat McAfee's done all right. I mean, if recent years have gone by, Bad Bunny was pretty decent in the ring last year as well. Are we going to see him at WrestleMania again? Who knows? Look, he's nodding. Dan Dan knows we're going to see him at WrestleMania. Is he going to be the halftime show? Is he going to have a match? I reckon he'll be there. He'll probably be there to like support Damian Priest or something. He'll, he'll, he will be backstage. I mean, he loves it. Um, and WrestleMania's not sold out. You know, if they said to you, you're a big wrestling fan, do you want to be at WrestleMania? You're going to say, oh, hell yeah. And plus, he wants that celebrity Hall of Fame place in a couple of years' time. I like how you said, would you like to be at WrestleMania? And what three words did you just use? Oh, so hell yeah. Oh, he said, hell oh, yeah. hell yeah. So that brings <laughs> us a nice transition onto our next question. Because Kevin Owens laid out the, I, I don't know what to say, opportunity, offer, kind of invitation to WrestleMania, to the Texas Rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Stone Cold released the video to say, yeah, well, I'm going to be, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to be there. I'm going to be there and I might uh, give you a stunner and I might uh, have a mile, you know, I'm lacing my boots and, you know, I'm going to be there. Never said what he's going to be doing, whether it is going to be a match. Is it going to be just, we, we did talk about it last week, so I don't want to go too much into it, but Stone Cold has basically said he's definitely at WrestleMania. I'm very are we still, excited. Are we still sticking with he's just going to give him a stunner in the ring? Well, I've heard rumours this week that they're going to do the KO show on the Saturday and that's going to lead to a match on the Sunday. Okay. So Double I would be very up for that. Yeah, which I would be more than fine with. They did something like that last year at Mania, didn't they? They had like the women tag team turmoil and then whoever won that faced the women's tag champs on night, on night two. two yeah. So they, they, they like doing the night one, night two thing. So doing that setup, well, if you want me to wrestle. And they're talking like, oh, it's been 19 years since he's got back in the ring. It's like, well, no, he was in the ring uh, two years ago when during the pandemic doing Stone Cold Appreciation Night. But I think they're referencing him actually getting physically involved. And yeah, he went out really well with The Rock. 
you know, a couple of rock bottoms and he had a swan song. But yeah, it'd be quite nice. I mean, a lot of wrestlers do it anyway, you know, nostalgia. And he doesn't exactly have to do, you know, um, Indian death locks and chokeholds and all that. It could just be greatest hits and a job done. It doesn't need to be that long of a match. I mean, you look at The Rock a few years ago when he faced um, Eric Redbeard. What was it? It was the quickest match in WrestleMania history. It was rock bottom pin. The match was finished in six seconds. I never loved it anyway. Didn't care. Oh, we all ate it. I was in the pub for that at the time. And we were all <laughs> like, no, he's not going to wrestle. Oh, no, he is. Is he going to face um, Bray Wyatt? No, he's facing Eric Redbeard. I was very excited. I was very sports entertained, you might say. Sports entertained. Go on, Joe. What do you think? Stone Cold, is he going to have a ding, ding, ding? I I don't know. I, I don't know how his neck is. I don't know. I know he's got some knee issues. I'm going to see for now he's just going to go on KO show and give him a stunner. But, you know, worse things have happened. I mean, Goldberg's still wrestling and he shouldn't be. So, you know, Stone Cold could put together a match. I mean, you know, Kevin Owens is a very talented wrestler. He's a very big Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. I'm sure they could put together a five-minute match, five-ten-minute match, if it needed to be. I, I can't see it being any more than ten minutes if they did put a match together. So... I would say maybe. I would say yes, I would say no, I would say maybe. <laughs> maybe. I do like maybe. Dan's idea. Hopefully it will happen. Night one interview and everyone just thinking, oh, it's just going to be another view and all of a sudden they go, no, we will have a match on night two and everyone just loses their shit on the night. That would be How great. would you be? If you're in the stadium night one, you're like, oh my God, we actually tomorrow night get to see Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling. Imagine all the signs, everyone buying the Austin 316 t-shirts, the pop that he'll get coming out to his music with his knee braces on. You know, Taryn said, I don't want to see him wrestling and it's just a t-shirt and jeans. He needs to come out. He has to have the knee braces on, his trunks. Little black opening trunks. Up a, little black <laughs> trunks opening up a can of whoop-ass. Mate, that's what we need. I think that's what that's what the world needs right now to cheer it up. We need a bit of Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? 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 Yeah. Oh, you just wait until... Uh, dynamite <laughs> so basically obviously i'm not going to go too far into it i know you kind of have gone we're going to do revolution first but there was some what chance during what? dynamite and eddie kingston just goes seriously have some respect he's <laughs> 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 just basically like, i love stone cold steve austin but you know this I think that's right, what he though, says this he... ain't wwe that's what he says i'm pretty sure he says you've got these like smart that. marks in you and they're all in the crowd and they all want to get involved they all want to be part of the show and i get it to a degree i mean i've been at shows you know you can go back and listen to the the takeover cardiff and you can clearly hear me starting to chant i don't care you know a couple of beers deep you're enjoying the show you're getting involved but when you've got certain people in the crowd just like shouting what which has nothing to do with AEW whatsoever you know that they could have just like Chanted, this is awesome, or you are awesome, or one more match, or fight forever, or whatever. Like, there's the generic chance, which is fair enough for getting involved. But you know, a WWE chant in an AEW show, they just they it's like chant, it's like asking for Iron Man when you're watching Arrow. You know, it's two different genres, two different areas. You've got WWE, which is sports entertainment, and you've got AEW, which is pro wrestling. You know, um, it has an elements of sports entertainment, but it's a pro wrestling show. Um, you know, where WWE is is the ultimate pantomime. So, yeah, I think Eddie Kingston's spot on. You do need to have a bit of respect. And if anything, he's cutting that promo, not scripted. He's try, he's going with the flow and going with it. And I've got to be fair, I've been really impressed with Eddie Kingston's work, especially the verbal exchange he had with Jericho a couple of weeks ago. That was like one of the promos of the year. 
Yeah, so look out for that when you do watch Dynamite tonight or here in the UK on ITV4. It does open the show, so you don't have to wait too long. Fantastic. Um, But what was I going to say about that? Yeah, I mean, you understand to a degree with Brian Danielson because that yes chant is Brian Danielson's. Like, he started that chant, so that's why people chant it in AEW. But he's always said he's not going to chant it because it's a WWE thing. But what has nothing to do with AEW? So yeah don't understand it but the funny go. thing i found the other day i was watching a match that the dark orders 10 was in and he was doing the ty dillinger 10 chance and the fans were actually doing it back but then when you've got um ty dillinger in the ring the chairman sean spears he's evolved so much now nobody ever does those chances if you think about it, you watch back the rumbles from three four five years ago when ty dillinger was coming up Eat the pops he was getting, people chanting the tens. Now you look at Sean Spears, he's got a stupid beanie on, he's got his little blazer, he's worlds apart. He's got a little chair with him. Oh, yeah, he's a chair, chair, man. (laughs) He's living life. All right, I mean, we will go into AEW Revolution now. There was a pay per view. Obviously, this doesn't count to our pay per view table. I mean, otherwise, I would have flown even further in front, but there you go. I'm coming for you, Jamie. I'm coming for you. Well, we will see. You can have the quiz. I have the prediction league. I think that's how it always works. But, yeah, Revolution, I will be honest, I did have a nap beforehand. I don't usually do, so I did miss the buy-in. But I haven't seen that yet. But I did watch the the main card. And I joked about it before, but it is, I mean, it's not difficult. It is the pay-per-view of the year. When you've only got to compete with day one, Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber, four pay-per-views so far, and which is a shame because Royal Rumble is the pay-per-view you're always excited for. You look at the calendar and you're like, Royal Rumble, when is it? This is the one I'm watching live. And like yourself, you guys, probably Taryn as well, would stay up and watch the Royal Rumble because it is one of those events. But it was poor. But this one, great. The only thing I do have to say about it is it's long. It was from 1am till 5am, so they always have these four-hour shows, but you can't complain when it's just high-quality action. So I will just quickly go over the buy-in matches. We had Layla Hirsch defeating Chris Statlander, Hook defeating QT Marshall, and the House of Black defeating Death Circle and Eric Beard. Death Circle? Death Triangle. Don't know why I said circle. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it was Pac, Penta, and Eric Redbeard. Um, and that was a 17-minute match on the buy-in, which is pretty impressive considering that's, I think that was quite long for a buy-in match. Like, I'm looking, it was longer than the Eddie Kingston match. It was longer, it was the same length of time as the face, face of the Revolution ladder match. Longer than the TBS Championship. Was it longer than that? Five seconds shorter than the Britt Baker match. Uh, longer than the uh, six-man tornado tag, so quite long for a, a buy-in match. But you you want to try and get, especially with AEW, because you have to do buy their pay-per-views. Like you don't have a network to rely on, which is why I think WWE kind of doesn't care that much anymore. Because like, oh, they've got the subscription, we can just throw something on there for you, and you're gonna watch it anyway because you pay nine ninety-nine a month. You've got to obviously get people to. Go on, what are you saying? I was going to say, as long as we get lost to Thario's versus the Street Profits, I mean, we're happy. Exactly, you don't care. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, like I said, it's 1999, 
I think it's twenty nine or thirty nine ninety nine dollars in the USA. But there you go. But yeah, we'll go into it. It started off with Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho, with Eddie Kingston defeating Jericho by submission. We saw Jericho tap out. And if Jericho lost, he promised to shake the hand of Eddie Kingston after the match because he'll have his respect. And what did he do? He just walked away and refused to shake his hand. So I know you guys haven't watched this yet. What? Just before we go into it, what matches have you watched? I've seen highlights of. Yeah, I've seen highlights of pretty much everything. It's just not watching the whole show sort of put together but at first you're like oh Jericho old school healing but then when you see what happened on Dynamite it kind of explains itself and it was setting things up for sort of the next season you know the things to come the new genesis yes an appreciation of the Jericho but um yeah so it was a solid match I think the Dave Meltzer ratings came out today as well and I said to you all after the pay-per-view I think every match would get four star plus uh possibly even five maybe even a six obviously we didn't get any five stars or six matches but all the matches on the main show bar two or possibly three were four plus so solid solid event um the next match was tied 4.75 on Meltzer as a match of the night and what a match it was just to say Jurassic Express defeating Red Dragon and the young books. I mean, you can't. Oh, what? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Mate, it never gets old. Actually, I even do it now. Just sat by myself. I was doing it at like two a.m. We went night. into a um, dive bar on a Friday night. It was like one in the morning, and I know the DJ. He's a wrestling fan, and I actually said, "Dude, Jungle Boy theme music," and he put it on. I'd say half the venue were doing this. Most people knew what it was. Then you followed it up with Wild Thing by John Moxie. We were all having a right laugh. It was great. But such a great song. And even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's just brilliant to listen to. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see AEW being a little bit bigger over here. Because do you not remember when WrestleMania season was around and Fandango almost made the UK top 40 charts? <laughs> like, it was like 38 at one point and it just slipped out by the Sunday. Like, we can't have wrestling in the top 40. Quick, let's throw another edge here in there. <laughs> I think yeah. That, we, I hosted a WrestleMania quiz that night. Um, that night as well, and I played it as the song before we started the quiz. Everybody was up doing the the pointed thing. Mate, I love it. And you've seen it at football stadiums and all sorts. Yeah. I think it's it's just the wrestling, rock and wrestling connection. But AEW is getting a bit bigger in the UK. You know, Joe. I was pointing out to Joe the other day. Um, usually you see just predominantly WWE merchandise. But I've seen AEW wrestling rings, um, belts, toys. Um, you're starting to see it spread a little bit more now. So people, because it's on ITV and it's free UK channels, people are starting to pick it up a little bit more. It's taken a few years, but they're, they are starting. I think you could see them. I think what would help is if they put them on the talk shows or the quiz shows, you know, like The Wheel. I mean, can you imagine Darby Allen on ITV's The Wheel or The Wall? Or Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, the ch- get them on The Chase. Get on Danny Day of the War. <laughs> Let's get Come everybody's favourite couple, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, on the wall. <laughs> Mate, I would love that. Or, or you have John Moxley and Renny Paquette on the wall. Mate, that would be TV gold. 
Right, we need to uh, kind of build some connections with uh, ITV and uh, AEW here to try and get some more cross They're listening, we've just given them ideas. They're booked for the year now, they don't need anything else, just do they that. They do celebrity chase, don't they? So just have just have four, four sets of AEW people just on there. Oh, we get it. Powerhouse Hobbs and Taz on um, Supermarket Sweep? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Oh, Darby Allen on Supermarket Sweep is going around on this skateboard. <laughs> Coffin dropping a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> My God, we've gone from probably one of the best matches of the year to Supermarket Sweep. But, when you're yeah. in the supermarket and you hear the beep, you've got to think of all the fun you're having on Supermarket Sweep. Exactly. I watched too no, much it, daytime telly. <laughs> it, was, it was a solid <laughs> match. Um, very very good i do recommend you get you guys watch it if you haven't already or seen some clips from it obviously we had that kind of we knew jungle jungle boy and luchasaurus were gonna retain and red dragon and young books were kind of screw each other over and had that little bit of dynamic for for adam cole um and that's still kind of going on there was little references on on dynamite between them of who are they gonna pick because the setting up a six-man tag next week and he had to pick two people to tag with him and it was like well, who are you going to pick young books or or red dragon so they're definitely setting up for what i think is going to be adam cole and red dragon and then kenny omega and the young books and that's going to be like your two big and maybe that's that's the moment that the you need the trios the trios yeah, man, title. decent uh, and that will be your first like first ever trios title match at the next pay per view, which I think is double or nothing. I'm not one hundred percent sure. I think double or nothing is the next one. Yeah, double or nothing in Vegas, trios trios tournament perhaps on the way there, and then Adam Cole and Red Dragon get up there, and Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. That means Kenny Omega's got to come back soon. But if you're thinking of the other trios, so we're we're, we're booking it now. But you're going to have Danny Garcia and Two Point They're going to be a team. You're going to have the Dark yeah. Order. There'll be a team. You'll have Team Taz. There'll be a team. Um, you've got the Wingmen. There'll be a team. Death Triangle, House of Black. This, they have Black. got a lot of yeah. The Guns Club, Black. even if it's Gun Billy Gunn. They've got three. Yeah, they've got loads of threes. You've got um, Sting, Darby Allen. They could just pick someone random to team with. You've got the Andrade's team as well. Um, I mean, technically so, yeah, as well, you've still got um, like who is it i'm talking about luchasaurus and jungle boy could still go into it with christian because he's just kind of yeah. going around with him now isn't he so well he was in the face of the revolution ladder match we didn't see cesaro i know we'll get onto that in a second but he, he helped build that match to what it was yeah he was solid obviously um we missed that and obviously he was in a he was on uh rampage for the winner to go into that match so no cesaro unfortunately but the next match is the face of the revolution ladder match ricky starks powerhouse hobbs orange cassidy limitless keith lee christian cage and the eventual winner of the match grabbing that brass ring wardlow and he doesn't even have an AEW contract apparently <laughs> it's a load of crap really and of course he's not <laughs> he's on after posters like but I'm, I'm glad they did it. It's the sort of angle that I thought that they would do. Um, I like that little clip that I saw of Orange Cassidy kicking the three powerhouse guys. And then all of a sudden they decide to brawl. And then he just crawls on their back and tries to get the Sonic ring while they're all brawling, like trying to use them as a ladder. I love that clip. Yeah. There were so many great, great spots in that match. 
and it was just a bit of fun like you said it's kind of reminds you of those classic money in the bank ladder matches that you used to have where but i was kind of wary going into this match because you've got about three or four big guys and you're kind of like oh there's not going to be much stuff that's going on and then orange cassidy isn't going to do much because you know the type of character he is but christian did some good stuff obviously i don't know if you saw the uh the wardlow keyflin power hobbs moment off the uh, off the stage that was something different as well and orange cassidy has actually uh, injured himself in that match i don't know if you've seen the clip of him getting thrown out of the ring and just like a flip onto like three people and i think he's actually damaged his his arm he was in a sling on dynamite so he won't be freshly squeezed this week no unfortunately he's freshly bruised orange cassidy bruised. reduced to clear <laughs> whoops the whoop <laughs> section that they would say in british supermarkets the whoop whoops. section <laughs> you know when you dent, dent a can or you got a bruise like bananas or something they've like there's past its yellow sticker. Put in the yellow <laughs> sticker whoop section it says whoops written on it <laughs> but yeah wardlow happy with that one like i said um we'll go on to what happened i mean we might as well go straight on to it because it's only a match we're only missing jade cargill and ty conti but we'll come back to it a little bit but it was cm punk versus mjf in the dog collar match brutal match absolutely great thumbtacks in it dog collar brutal both guys bleeding nice little blade jobs um, i presume like there was a lot of blood on CM Punk's face early on, and then MJF decided to disappear under the ring and then come out all bloody in the face. So I assume it was a blade job, but um, solid match, great storytelling throughout throughout the whole match, and then it, it ended with the face of the revolution himself, Wardlow, giving the ring to CM Punk. So he's finally left MJF, and he's left the pinnacle as well. And he just still don't have a contract. What's he going to do? So he can just turn up in WWE next week. Well, he's got every right to be there. He's not under contract. <laughs> it's a public casino. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, I mean, he did reference it on Dynamite <laughs> when you watch it later, saying, oh, I've got no contract. So, you know, I'm going to win the title, then I'll get a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Contra- to the ring, Waldo. If he went to WWE, they would give him that gimmick. He'd be Waldo. And they'd be like, where, where is he? Where is he? And they'd give him 24-7 title. Where is he? Already. I'm here. Close line. <laughs> Comes to the ring with that little beanie hat and some glasses. <laughs> My God. Waldo. They, they've definitely got to do that for Halloween this year then, don't they? Halloween Havoc, Waldo is Waldo. Mate, that'd be fine. We, we take our money and then put it on a t-shirt. Happy days. So, have you seen any clips from this match? CM Punk, MJF, Dog Collar? Um, bits and scratches. Yeah, I think it's everything that it said on the tin. It's a good, you know, chapter. It ends the chapter now. It ends it there. Both of them can move on. Um, have a well-deserved week off after that brutality. But, um, yeah, and everything that we thought it was going to be classic Dog Collar match, to be fair. Are they going to move on? They are now. I mean, technically, MJF is two one, but you know, technically, it's also one one. So I, I think there's a couple of storylines we want to move on. We want Chris Statlander and Ayla Hirsch to move on, and we want this to move on. Um, you know, there's so many other things that they can move on to. Um, you know, who's going to go towards the main event? We've got the Wardlow situation happening. We got loads of people we want to see CM Punk. 
feud with you know potential of the Daniel Bryan so so many different things that they could do I think it is about time now we start a different chapter I think we're gonna I think that's probably gonna be like another year unfortunately because um we will talk about that match now John Moxley versus Brian Danielson in a solid wrestling match it was 21 minutes and five seconds it was just a singles match um between them just fighting it out can't tag with anybody unless you've bled with them that was the kind of whole thing and then did it the ring of honor wait then in the match decided to kind of like shake hands and then it happened the moment nobody expected but we all wanted to happen i mean i want to say i said it i said it last week that he could be here as general manager but william regal Blackpool's own. You possibly, you probably said it as well. But yeah, Blackpool's own William Regal came out and decided to just chop them. <laughs> just give them a few chops and was like, butts as well, wasn't it? A little, little bloody forehead after as well. Yeah. Like, sort yourselves out, mate. Like shake hands. Now we're gonna be a tag team. And, and he was promo- there. Even though his promo went on as long as the roster of AEW was on on um, AEW and he got told off for it, um, it's great to see him there. And AEW would have been fools not to snap him up. There's so many things he could do backstage, and apparently there's rumours that he actually may maybe want to have a match while he's there as well. I've heard rumours of. I mean that that's the thing. I mean, if Sting's still doing it north of sixty, I think is he sixty? He's in the sixties. He's he, in the sixties. Yeah. So. Why not? I'm sure everybody would love to see William Regal wrestle. Maybe William Regal, CM Punk, and Brian Danielson would go for the trio title. I'm surprised they let him keep his name. You know, William Regal, obviously, that's not his real name. That's yeah. like his written name. I'm surprised they let him keep it. It is quite surprising, but I think because he is so loved everywhere, I think it would just kind of, yeah, it's fine. Like, don't worry. I mean, and no disrespect to William Eagle, as great as he is behind the scenes or anything, he's not going to be, like, their top star. So I, I can understand it to a degree. And I'm pretty sure, like, WD probably owns Sting or something, who knows? But they're like, yeah, it's fine, you're old. <laughs> Just go. Yeah, you've been there long yeah. enough, you know. And it, it, everyone was going to call him William Regal anyway. They're not going to call him, you know, what's his name? Darren? Darren. Darren Matthews. Darren Matthews, that's it. Yeah. I think his his son's called Dempsey in um, NXT UK, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, William Eagle is all elite. And he wasn't the only one to become all elite this week, and I will get on to that soon. But we will talk about the two women's matches. Jade Cargill defeated Ty Conti for the TBS Championship. Six minutes 50, the shortest match of the night. Was okay. I don't know if you saw any clips of that. I don't think there was enough clips to actually see, but it is Ty Conti, so I'm sure you watched it. Yeah, there's you know clips, talking points of what happened at the start of the match, um, but you know it's, it's, it's a little um, crazy. Yeah, both of them are a bit cray cray, but they're building up uh, Jay Cargill to be the next Goldberg now. Um, you know, she passes what they call the passport test, uh, the not passport test, the uh, airport test, where. If she walked past in the airport, she'd turn heads. You know, wrestling fan or not, you'd be like, who is that? Um, I think it's only a matter of time before she eventually goes for the actual World Championship. Um, and obviously, we'll move on to that in a minute. But the World Championship has got a whole lot bigger for the women. 
Yeah, I mean, we were kind of discussing it last week and we thought this was finally the moment it was going to happen. She deserves some time off. She's been champion for over a year. But she did retain the title. I mean, not complaining. Absolutely love Britt Baker, DMD. But um, yeah, we always thought it was Thunder Rosa's night. But they are having a rematch next week, I believe. Well, I heard rumours before that uh, Thunder Rosa injured herself on Rampage or the Dynamite beforehand, so she wasn't 100%. But I'm happy to see them have that rematch again. They always have classics. I just want to see what's happening with Jamie Hayter because she is building up momentum. And it's kind of like she's in the shadow of um, of the in the women's division now. So I kind of want to see what they do with Jamie Hayter. I mean, you see Rebel, not Rebel, not Rebel, Retender, not Rebel, whatever her name is. She's just happy to be there. But, you know, Jamie Hayter, I think that they do need to start doing stuff with her because the fans are behind her. They really, you know, and this stuff is solid. Yeah. But for now, Britt Baker is a champ. Do we still see, think it's going to be Thunder Rosa that takes the title? I think it's the smart bet. But if you were going to pull the trigger, you'd pull the trigger on a big money pay-per-view. So if they haven't now, then why are they spin it again? Maybe they want to do something with Mercedes Martinez. It's a bit of a strange one, but I think if they were going to pass the title on, they would have done it on the show. Yeah. So possibly double or nothing in July, I believe it will be. June, July. I think it's June. Who knows? But yeah, so that just leaves two matches left on the show. The six-man tornado tag match between Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara and Sting as they defeated the Andrade Hardy family office which was Isaiah Cassidy, Matt Hardy, and Andrade of the Euro. I mean, I'm sure you saw clips of this match because there was a lot of them on there. And Sting it was jumping off everything. Impressive. Just, like I said, north of 60, and he's just jumping off the actual, like, the fans onto the hard. <laughs> Absolutely mental. And just some of the bumps in this match was, was crazy considering. And again, this was the match I went into it besides the women's matches, just kind of, I don't think this is going to be that good. And it was, I, I really enjoyed that match. Yeah, fair. it looked really decent. It looked like people weren't, like you said, nobody was really building it up. It was kind of one of those sleeper ones, oh, they're just using it to fill the card. But, you know, everyone got their stuff in. And like you said, those spots that they were doing, jumping from the fans through the tables and the high spots, you know, it was one of these silent matches that you didn't think was going to do anything, but it actually did loads. And it's um, developed then onto Dynamite of developing into a new storyline. So I'm glad that they put it on there, you know, instead of a normal uh, Dynamite show. Um, and you had to see that Sting spot. You know, if you said, oh, yeah, Sting's wrestling, you know, it's worth watching just for that. Yeah. I mean, how many more can he do, though? Like, we always thought, I think, weren't we talking about last year when Sting signed and he was having these matches... Who would have thought he's been wrestling at like nearly every single pay-per-view in proper matches? Because I think the first match was that vid like what's the word I'm looking for? Theatrical match where it was cinematic. kind of cinematic, that's the word. Uh where obviously it was all like that. Now he's taking big bumps, he's actually wrestling twenty minutes. Yeah. Thirteen minutes this one, sorry. Um and he's actually like I said doing job, he's not just like hiding away, he's doing big bumps and he's still going, so how long well, is he going to keep doing it? For, from what I've heard, like, Darby Allen's, like, had a win win. Like, um, I see, like, clips of, like, Darby Allen's gone down to his, like, ranch in Texas and, like, he's got the ring down there and, like, Darby Allen's wrestled Sting and he's actually told Sting, he's like, 
you're still good. You're still a good wrestler. I think Sting was like so like shaken up over the incident with Seth Rollins. Like, oh, he's like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to like bag myself up again. I think Darby Allen's like slowly building up his confidence. He's like, yeah, okay, yo, fifty-year-old man or however old Sting is, but he's like still wrestle. I think that's what Darby Allen's done for him. Yeah, I am just going to quickly check now, and Sting is 62. Oh, wow. they go older than I thought. Yeah. Um, so we'll go on to the main event. It was the Battle of the Adams, and it was Hangman Adam Page defending the AEW World Championship against Adam Cole. Baby! Baby. There we go. Some there we go. All about the boom! Na, 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 na. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was a really good match, and I was never really sold on Hangman Adam Page as a champion because yeah, they built him up for so long. But he's had these solid matches now, and he's been basically defending the title in solid matches, and he's becoming a real champion now. And I think he is one of those that possibly, if no one heard of him beforehand or are watching him now, are like, yeah, he's a legitimate champion though. He's good, but my problem with Hangman Page, he is a fan's favourite, and people who've been watching AEW for years love him, and he's brilliant, and he's over with the AEW people. But say, for example, you're flicking through the channels and there's a talk show on, and they're interviewing the AEW champion, Hangman Adam Page. People are going to go, oh, I don't know who that guy is. But then if they're flicking through the channel, they say, oh, we're interviewing the AEW champion, CM Punk, or Daniel Bryan, or even Jeff Hardy, for example. I know that guy. You know, and they're going to go, oh, right, what's this AEW? Oh, right, we have to make sure we watch that. Is someone like a hangman Adam Page going to get people drawing their eyes towards the product? Yes, he is a fan's favourite, but he's an okay champion. But when he eventually does lose the championship, I don't think it's going to be a case where we're all like, oh, they should have put it on him for longer. It's going to be like, okay, fair enough. He's had the belt now. He can move on to something else. He can do his things with the Dark Order, which are already teasing on this week's Dynamite. But he's an okay champion, but I just think they've given it to him because he's an AEW original. And you look at the previous yeah. champions, and they're all previous WWE guys. Besides Omega. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> previous IWGP, shall we say. <laughs> well, he's established, but you look at like a hangman, yeah. he's never really won a world title before. So yeah, he is like a homegrown guy. And he the is next still really wins. young. Very, very young. Um, and I yeah, want to say 24. Throughout, throughout the years, he could win the title over and over again could be one of these ones who keeps winning the back redemption stories, building himself back up to get back into the picture. But you've got so many of these massive established names and you see why the, I understand why they gave it to Jericho. Then I understand why it moved on to Moxley. Um, and then I understand why Omega had it, you know, because he's helped establish the company. No, no, you know, I get it. Why Hangman Adam Page has got it. massive reaction, but I do feel that, at the next pay-per-view, I do think it is about time that we have a, a change of champion. If not on a random dynamite, I think it is coming up to the end of his stint with that title. But they are having, obviously, still kind of going on the Adam Cole and Adam Page storyline. They do have a match next week on Dynamite, a six-man tag match. Um, but yeah, we'll go into Dynamite now, but quickly before we do. You agree, it's it's event of the year. I don't think it's ever going to be tested against it. Like, Saudi Arabia's Elimination Chamber, day one, was pretty decent. Day one was probably second in that list behind it. 
I think that was better than Royal Rumble. That's and then Elimination Chamber the worst. <laughs> yeah. So four pay-per-views so far. Elimination Chamber. Royal Rumble. Day one. Revolution. Yeah. Let's go Sounds for that for now. So but then yeah. We've got WrestleMania, baby. Kevin. Three weeks time. We got that, Kevin. That's going to beat it. Easy. Hopefully. We will see. <laughs> But yeah, dynamite happened. I mean, I didn't mention it, but there was an AEW. There was some. There was a few signings within this week, and I'm going to talk about the first one because this is the first one of all of them, and it did happen at Revolution. It was Swerve. It. No idea. To be fair, so I think you guys are gonna have to help. Isaiah, on this one. Isaiah Swift Scott <laughs> or Shane Strickland on the Indies. Who is he? Go on, let's give a, a bit of a um, crash course on that swerve. Um, so it's not in, WWE Network show swerved. All right, so on um, NXT, he was in a faction called Hit Row, and they used to come down to the ring and rap, and they used to go Hit Row, Hit Row, and it was a bit like, like they were like big, like. They were influenced like Biggie, Tupac, like all the like rappers and stuff. And he was like, uh, before he was in NXT, he was um, he did a lot of death matches in CZW. Okay. Excited. Yeah, I think he's a welcome addition, but he's going to be one of those mid carders. But he's going to be one of these people that can put over other people. He's a solid worker. I know we use that term quite a bit, but he deserves to be in AEW. Yes, we'll see him on the darks and the elevations, but he will elevate the other talent. Um, and you could say like him versus Darby, him versus Jungle Boy will be absolutely amazing matches. Um, so I, I do think he's a welcome addition to an already bloated roster. An already bloated roster. Well, there was another sign-in at <laughs> AEW Dynamite. Two, in fact. But we'll start with the big one. There was the Hardy Family Organisation having a meeting there was disruption in the house and it Matt Hardy was like, no, private party love me. You guys just don't like me. Let's put thumbs up to stay, thumbs down to vote Matt Hardy out. Private party with their thumbs up. Matt Hardy with his thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, it's free, free. Yeah, we're all good. I'm staying. And then Andrade goes, the thing about wrestling, you always have to watch your back. <laughs> And then he turns around and Private Party have got their thumbs down. And then Matt Hardy just gets twatted, basically. But... All I need to say is, Joe, if you're ever being beaten up and I come to save you, I'm not going to have a dance on the rampway on my way to save you. I'll just come and save you. Oh, no. There was a save and it was Sting. And Darby Allen coming down to the ring first. But then they just got battered because they were overturned. And then, so I think we all knew it was happening. It was the day of his AEW. It was the, it was the day of his 90-day non-compete clause. But I think nobody expected him to come out to the Hardy Boys music. No, I don't know how they manage that. Coming out to that. And then, like you said, he comes down to the ramp, starts giving a little, yeah, I'm it. Don't worry, Matt. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I'll just do a dance, dance first. You can take a couple boots before I get there. It's fine. But, yeah, he got into the ring. Massive pop. Uh, did the Jeff Hardy four moves of doom to a degree. And then um, 
the hit that swan, hit that swan tom bomb, and then they had a nice moment of the Hardy Boys reuniting, and it's officially official that they have signed the same amount of time Matt Hardy has extended his contract to reflect Jeff Hardy, so they will be together for a while, which means we're going to see the Hardy Boys in the Young Bucks soon, I'm sure. Yeah, and we get might get to see Sting versus Jeff Hardy grudge match. Sting! Yes. <laughs> no more grudge oh, match. No more dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the loser has to remove their face paint. <laughs> I'll ask you this question. Who's the, like, not tag, singles, who's the person you most want to see Jeff Hardy face? And who's the person you 100% do not want to see Jeff Hardy face? What do you reckon, Joe? Who would you most want to see Jeff Hardy face? What in AEW? Uh, Darby Allen. And who do you not want to see? You'll turn the channel over if they, they set that match up. I know. I think, I know, somebody who's like dog shit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Marco said he's not even there anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, Marco said. What about, what about you, Jamie? I'll tell you a really good match, which I'd love to see. Jeff Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. You, you put that match on there, you'd be like, yes, please. 100% you'd want to watch that all day long. And who don't you want him to wrestle? I mean, I don't know if you're going with just the whole Sting thing. So, <laughs> But, I mean, they could actually have their moment and actually book it as like, well, 10 years ago, you couldn't even come to the ring now, look at your kind of thing. They could actually make it into a really good storyline. They do obviously have, I mean, it was Impact, weren't it? But the, um, it was Impact, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was Impact, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, they, they could actually make it into a big storyline and it could actually make sense. So who knows what they're going to do. But hopefully they don't use that drug storyline with Jeff Hardy. No. I mean, you don't do that with a recovering addict. <laughs> Someone you don't want him to face. I'm going to say Matt Hardy because I don't want to see him break up now. They're in the twilight of their career. That's fair. I think that's smart. That's smart. But yeah, I want to see a rematch from 2008-2009. I want to see Jeff Hardy go against CM Punk again. And um, if you had to pick somebody who I don't want him to face, oh, um, Chris Jericho. I, I, we've seen enough of that. I, I, I'm not, no, I like Jericho. He's my favourite wrestler, but we don't need to see that. No, but he just loves these transitions, don't you? These segues. Jericho kicking off Dynamite. Uh, had, the, had his moment. He gave Eddie Kingston his little handshake. And... Then it happened. Basically, it was who came down. Oh, 2.0 obviously came down, battered Chris Jericho. I mean, you watch it, they're just kind of just like, yeah, we're not going to touch you. We're just kind of like putting our knee on you just to make it look like we're beating <laughs> you up. And people are just looking and going, why aren't they hitting Chris Jericho? They're just like, oh, they are botching this to fuck. But then obviously, it turns out it was all planned all along. All part of the plan. And Santana and Ortiz come to make the save with the baseball bat, give it to Jericho to knock Danny Garcia out, and then he turns on Santana and Ortiz. And then Jake Hager comes out going mental, going, no, what are you doing? And it just knocks Santana and Ortiz <laughs> out as well. Because, I'm I mean, Jake Hager has to stay with Jericho. Yeah, I mean, I 100%. did say, I called it a week ago. That Jericho was going to turn heel, I just thought, with Santana and Ortiz. But Jericho was turning heel, 
he does have a new faction to a degree. Are they better than the Inner Circle? The Chris yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho Appreciation Society. <sighs> what a shit. And they've name. already got merch. Sorry. They've already got merch, so they can't change it. Oh, it's a terrible but, name. I'm sorry. Can you imagine someone like Andy, you know, he's Garcia going, "Oh, yeah, I appreciate Chris Jericho." No, you want him to be grappling. You want him to be fighting. But yeah, I'm happy with this stable. Uh, it's freshening it up a little bit, and 2.0 hilarious. So it's all fine with me. Yeah, and then I mean, we'll just go to the the main event. Obviously, you are going to watch the rest of it tonight. But the big thing that happened on AW Dynamite to I mean, Hangman Page did actually have a title match, by the way, mid-card, with um, Dante, Dante Martin. Martin, which was a pretty good match, and he gave him a big uh, accommodations after the match. I say, yeah, like a year ago, you were thrown into the deep end by going in a, in singles compare, and you obviously, I know your mate's back now, your brother, isn't it? But um, yeah. yeah, you've you've done well. I hope that in a few years we'll, we'll fight, fight each other again. It was a nice moment for Dante. Like I said, he's had a great year, got just being thrown into singles competition. But a man that's not been defeated in 365, 64 days, we've got, we've got to talk about it. Did you expect it to happen? AEW Dynamite main event, Sammy Guevara defending his two-belt Sammy, yeah. his TNT title against Scorpio Sky and New... TNT champion. He's done it. America's top team. But you're oh, happy yeah. about Paige Van Zant as well. Well, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I was going to get into it. Don't you worry. But yes, but they need to do something with American top team. Cause they're like, yeah, we're the best. We're the best. We never had title. We're the best. We're the best. And you're like, you're not winning anything. You're not doing your Weasley. I think having that title now, Scorpio Sky's bro. You know, he's been there um, since the start. He's got, you know, he's like first ever tag yeah. champs as well. Um, yeah, put the rocket on him. That's what they've always wanted to do is transition the belt across to him. And I think he's one of these ones who could have the belt for a while. I think they've hot potatoed that title quite a few times recently. So if you keep it with um, Scorpio now for a good few months, I'd be more than fine with it. And think of some of the matches that Scorpio could have, you know, some of the top faces that he could put, put him against. I'm more than happy with it. Yeah, but obviously, I was slightly the only slight disappointment I have about Revolution was they did say Paige Van Zandt was going to be there. She was, but she was going to sign her contract, and it didn't happen. I was like, for God's sake! But then there she was at Dynamite, going face to face with Ty Conti, my dear lord. And then, but she Give got the into people what they want. She, she got into the arena. I don't know if you've seen the clip. But she throws her into the stairs face first. Absolutely brutal. Mm. But before that, I mean, obviously why Ty Conti came to the ring. So I'm just going all over the place because I'm so excited. <laughs> did you see did you see Sammy Guevara's like 720 through the table right onto the floor? Yeah, and he probably splatted. <sighs> yeah. Like, I think he might be out for a little bit. But um, I hope not. Ty, Ty will look after him. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm sure he'll be having a good time. But... um. Obviously, Paige Van Zandt came in, knocked Ty Conti out, Scorpio Sky won. And then Paige Van Zandt got in the ring, got the contract, slapped it on her ass, and then signed <laughs> that contract. So we are going to be seeing Paige Van Zandt and Ty Conti soon, possibly even in a mixed gender match as well with Scorpio Sky for her AEW debut. And then how long until Paige Van Zandt takes both titles of Jade, Jade Gar, Car Gill 
and DMD. That's the moment we want. We want two belts, Paige. Well, at least we're not having Brandy Rhodes versus Paige Van Zandt, so it is a step. Paige, two belts. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's going to be good, and she's quite good on the microphone. Um, be, so it's nice to see that they're actually expanding the women's division because they've already got a bloated roster, but their women's division did need a bit of work. So, yeah, fine with it, and she does add a little bit of difference. You know, you've got Ronda Rousey um, in WWE, and now you've got Paige Van Zandt in AEW. So, happy days. Yes. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen any of her fights, Paige Van Zandt. I mean, she's, she's very good. Um, Like you said, she's got great great mic skills as well. So, welcome edition. I'm very happy for it. Can't wait to see more. Um, but yeah, that is AEW of the week. I mean, we don't even want to talk about WWE. There was a Stone Cold thing. That's it. It's all AEW this week. Sorry, Taryn. This is what happens when you're not here. I just talk about AEW, and I'm I sure this is the Hall of Fame, and so is Vader, I believe. So, yep, they got Vader's well. in the Hall of Fame, yeah. and um, there's rumours that Sid may be going in the Hall of Fame as well. Yes, Sid. I've heard rumours of um, the Steiner brothers. Apparently, they might be a last minute, and um, they may be fast tracking. Ron Breaker made his raw, raw debut this week, and he might be being called. He dropped the belt as well. Dolph Ziggler is the new NXT champion. See, we're just we're just firing across these now. We're just like, yeah, oh yeah, they, all this happened. <laughs> but yeah, Dolph Ziggler did win the NXT title. Are you happy with that? You guys watch NXT more, so it was that it, eight, it was that NXT roadblock. So that's it. It works perfectly, and they've got a show in Dallas. Uh, I think it's on really early on the Friday. They're doing Stand and Deliver. Now it's the redemption story. Can Bron Breaker win his title back? Which. If he doesn't, then we get to see someone like a Dolph Ziggler facing a Pete Dunne, Tony D'Angelo. Imagine Dolph Ziggler versus Pete Dunne for the NXT title. That sounds like a killer match. I'd be fine with that. So you think he's just going to do a Finn Balor and just be there for a year now? Yeah, um, well, if you said to me, what's he doing on the main roster? What are they really going to do with him? He was just tagging with Bobby Roode. He was never really going to go for the world title. But putting him down in NXT, giving some of the young guys a rub, um, pushing them up, elevating their talent... I think it, it makes sense. Um, and he's been brilliant. It's kind of almost re-energised his career. And when I saw that he won the title, it made me actually want to make sure I caught up with NXT 2.0. It was a decent show as well. Yeah, And obviously, Bobby Roode is still with him as well. We so, could have the turn. Bobby might want to become a two-time NXT champion. That's what I was going to say. Possibly later, maybe even WrestleMania weekend. I don't think it'll be that soon. But Robert Roode versus Dolph Ziggler for the NXT title. We'll be fine with that. We'll be fine with that. If you put that on Raw, no one would care. But NXT title, <laughs> we want it. <laughs> oh, mate. And I love NXT 2.0. I told one of my friends to, I said, he said, oh, the football's finishing. What should I watch? So NXT 2.0 starting. Just flick it on. It's on BT Sport. And he's like, there's a, there's a woman wrestling in a onesie and slippers. I'm like, yeah, it's the, uh, it's the Dusty Cup. It's, it's what they do on NXT. They've got a gimmick for everything. They've got an Olympic tennis player gimmick they've got a got a teacher wrestling they've got they literally gimmick matches all the time so nxt 2.0 never never aims you know it never surprises the shot that it's definitely changed in the last 10 years to what it used to be oh 100 but i still enjoy it it's wacky as they would say and again i think that's one of the benefits is it's still only one hour long two hours well it's two hours it's but two hours. Oh, they enough. fly but it's, it's not in that whoops cart yet it's not in the whoops cards. Whoops. So we're good. <laughs> right. 
So that brings us to everything that's going on. Vader and Sid, there is... Because I think I, they were talking about just having Undertaker. And I think if anybody deserved just a solo entrant that year, it would be the Undertaker. But they have said more people. I mean, is Sid Vicious still alive? He is, isn't he? I think yeah. so, yeah. I think the question that I'd like to ask you guys, they usually have a woman go in the Hall of Fame this year. Could it be Victoria? Possibly. Ivory? Is she already in there? Or, already in there, yeah. Yeah. Possibly Victoria, but uh, she was at... Was she at the Rumble? She wasn't, was she? Is Stacey Keebler in there yet? No. I'm not actually sure. Put to be fair, they might, they might even just do it with Paige. Who knows? Just to keep her happy because her contract's Paige, coming yeah. up. Her contract's coming up. <laughs> I mean, we were all talking about her making a debut back at Royal Rumble and possibly going on to have another year. Nothing's happened. Her contract's coming up. Maybe to keep her happy, they'll give her a, a Hall of Fame and a new contract yeah, well, with Twitch. Could be, could be Snooky. Good old Snooks. Or Maria Menudos. <laughs> Maria Canales, that's what we really want. But there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Dan, you have created a quiz for this week. Is it 10 questions? And what is there a topic? What, what, what is this quiz? It is Joe and I head to head for Tarrant to stay bottom. It is um, 10 questions. There is eight WWE question, an impact question and an AEW question. Boo! <laughs> yeah. But you should be okay. I mean, it's like old school WWE. I think there's only like one one recent WWE question. The rest of it is pretty much old school. So if you guys have got your pen and paper ready, and for everybody listening at home, paper. everyone listening at home, playing along at home as well, get your pens, papers, tablets. It's time for your question number one. Question number one is, who did The Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 15? Love in the silence. The thought process. Oh, I know. Okay, you're number two. Who has held the Intercontinental title more? Rob Van Dam or Triple H? Nice and easy. You've one or two, just write an answer. So you're number 50, three. 50. Which WWE Hall of Famer name would you get if you scrambled the letters <laughs> you might want to write this down yes <laughs> <laughs> lick my foe so lick l-i-c-k yeah my m-y and foe f-o-e lick my foe what hall of famer would you get by moving around the letters of lick my foe how dare you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got it. Number four. Which British wrestler would you find in the movie The Canterbury Tales? <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, right, your number... Where are we? Your number five. Who are the current male Impact Tag Team Champions? Don't need the individual names, just their team name will be fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but if you put the individuals, I, I think I can remember. I, I can remember their names if, if, 
if need be. <laughs> that doesn't number help s- with my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Your number six. Who has held tag team titles with Eric Cannon, Erez, Chris Hero, Seamus, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Tyson Kidd? Obviously, these names are all across different uh, yeah, companies, yeah. but <laughs> just to mix it up a little bit. Your number seven, who did Triple H defeat at No Way Out 2003 to retain his world title? No Way Out Yeah, it's called for that. Ouch. Number eight, NXT UK wrestler Saxon Huxley is billed from what town in the UK? Town. Okay. I will give you a clue. I believe <laughs> geography's okay. I believe it's within an hour of where you live, Jamie. A town. Mm. And I did actually Google it to make sure it was a town and not a city. Does it does it have a famous football team that a certain wrestler has some kind of connection to? <laughs> not sure if they've got a connection to it. They definitely have a football team. <laughs> That's in the top four divisions. I do want to say that I am here to support the Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not. Definitely not <laughs> I am here to support the Blackburn Rovers. Well, I've got a distant relative from Blackburn. <laughs> who, who does Sean Michaels know from Blackburn? Has he ever been to Blackburn? <laughs> You're number Me, nine. Blackburn Rovers. Oh, mate. I don't know. Have you ever been to Blackburn? No. Give us a yeah, shout out. I think I drove any, through any it our, once. Give us a shout out, any of our listeners, if you're from Blackburn. But I've been to Blackburn. We actually stopped there for an hour, exactly an hour, and then we left. <laughs> Much like Shawn <laughs> Michaels after that interview on Soccer AM. <laughs> oh, mate, you loved it. You're number four. Oh, sorry, you're number nine, even. Number four. A, an AEW question. Well, let's go. If I get this wrong now. Who are the two men in the AEW tag team, Chaos Project? <laughs> I don't watch dark. <laughs> They've been around for a while. And you number ten. I tell you what, we'll go a point each on this. At the first Money in the Bank pay per view, who were the two briefcase winners? I'll give you a clue. It's in two thousand and ten. Two briefcase winners on Raw and SmackDown. Name each. Fantastic. Do you both have answers for everything? Yeah. Joe, have you got Lick My Foe? Yeah. Jamie, lick my, lick my Foe, Jamie. Have you got, have yeah, lick got, my foe? Have you got Lick My got Foe? I've got it straight away. You've got Lick I My do Foe, like, yeah? I do like an anagram. Cool. Well, I'm glad you both got Lick My Foe. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with your number one. Who did Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 15? Joe. Yokozuna. Jamie. I went for Kane. I know they fought at WrestleMania 14. Twas in a Hell in a Cell match. Big boss man. Oh. Fair enough. Number two. Who has held Intercontinental title more? Rob Van Dam or Triple H? One has held it... Actually, I'm not going to tell you how many times, just in case I need a um, tiebreaker. So, who's held it more? Jamie. RVD. And Joe. Same RVD. Yep, it's RVD. 
Okay, you're number three. Which Hall of Famer would you get when you scramble like my foe? Joe? Mick Foley. Jamie? Mm. Mick Foley. It is my, Mick O'Foley, yeah. Bet you'd be really happy to find that out. Number four, which British wrestler would you find in the movie Canterbury Tales? Jamie? Wade Barrett. <laughs> Joe, Joe? I don't know. I'd have to plug. I don't know. I'll give you a couple more clues, Joe. You don't get a point if you get it, because you both got it wrong. <coughs> Welsh, re- Welsh wrestler from Bryn Mawr. Oh, Adrian Street? Yes. I Adrian Street. I just knew Wade Barrett. Wasn't, it, wasn't he in a film recently, Wade Barrett? <laughs> Vengeance, like, yeah. My mate was telling me about it, saying it's like one That's of the worst things I've ever watched. <laughs> but yeah, Adrian Street. He, he, was, uh, he was in that movie. I basically Googled wrestlers in movies, and they <laughs> just said that. So we'll go with that then. Um, I was going to go with which wrestler was in The Punisher. Do you know that? The Punisher, as in the 2004 film. Probably yeah. Triple H. Joe, would you reckon on that one? Kevin. No, it was Kevin Nash. Um, Red stripy t-shirt, blonde hair. Okay, so you're number five. Who are the current male Impact Tag Champs? Joe. Good Brothers. Jamie. Uh, oh, well, you threw me off because you're like trying to think of like bad went the Briscoe brothers. I was like, surely you remember that tag team name. <laughs> it's a good name, and you know it's, it's worth the guess. <laughs> well, it, the Good Brothers were the tag champions, but they've had a recent pay per view, and they dropped the belts <laughs> to Violent by Design, which is Joe Doring, Eric Young, and um, Dieter, whatever his first name is. I think Dieter. Yeah, they're the, they're the current tag champs. So number six, who's had tag titles with Seamus, Shinsuke, Kid, Hero, Ares, and Eric? What do you reckon, guys? Cesaro. I also went with soon-to-be All Elite, Antonio Cesaro. Yeah, it's Cesaro. I would have accepted um, Claudio Castiglione as well. You're number seven. Who did Triple H beat and no way out to retain his world title? Jamie. Goldberg. Joe. I put Batista. Holler, if you hear me. It was Scott Steiner. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, number eight. NXT UK wrestler Saxon Huxley is billed from what town in the UK? J- Jamie, near you. I'm, I'm awful with geography to a, a complete degree, so I went for Luton Town. <laughs> How is Luton near you? That's what I mean. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's not. But I went for Blackburn and you said it weren't Blackburn. So I was like, I'm just going to go somewhere else. That's not a city. <laughs> Joe? Hartlepool. It is Hartlepool. Is that near me? I believe so. That's where like Sorrell's parents are from. It's like, about a three hour drive, I think. It's like Coastway, in it? Um, right, you're it's by nine. the sea. <laughs> it's, it's by that sea. You get some, get some lobster. It's fine. <laughs> Number nine, who are in the tag team Chaos Project? Jamie. No idea. I reckon Joe may know. Joe. Luther and I don't know who that Gib Mask Rascal is. So. The Gib Mask? <laughs> Serpentico. Sipe, Sipe, yeah, that's what I put, yeah. Sipe, 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 <laughs> Pentico. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Joe, you get... Um, should we give him a point, Jamie, or should we give him nothing? Depends how close it is, doesn't it? I'll tell you what, Joe. You can have one point because you got one out of the two. If you have well, three, you got a point for each there. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you say his tag team um, partner was with Luther Joe? Psych- Psych- Psychosis. 
Psychosis. That's the yeah. Pentagon. And uh, number 10, who was, who was the first winner of the briefcases in the first Money in the Bank in 2010? Jamie. I've just... The Miz. And? I've this one up. I went for Kane. Joe? Ed Sheer Punk. You had CM Punk and who? Edge. No, so Edge won the first one. Then Edge beat um, Mr. Kennedy to win his second one. And CM Punk won two consecutives at WrestleManias. So it's not them. But Jamie's got two points. It's Kane and it's The Miz. Did it like Kane cash it in for like... Straight away, pretty much. Straight away. Was it Ray? Was it Chavo or Ray? no, I don't. I think I it may have been. Was it that one? It may have been Ray. I think for the world title. Um, yeah, because the Miz saved his for the WWE title. Um, yeah. When he was going to WrestleMania, so yeah, I think he went straight for the world title. But tot up your scores. I do have a tiebreaker, uh, if we need it. Five. Joe. Quick maps. Five. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, it's I've gonna got be this RVD number... question now, isn't it? <laughs> I've got the number of times RVD has won the tag title. Um, both of you tell me what the number. Tag many title. Times... I thought it was the not, Intercontinental. Not tag title. Yeah, Intercontinental title. How many times has RVD won the Intercontinental title? Both of you give me a number. Go to Joe first. Seven. Oh. Oh. I was gonna go for seven, so obviously I can't now. So I'm gonna go for eight. I know that Jericho's the most on nine. Jericho is the sure most on nine. Seven. I'm pretty sure it's seven, so I went for Miz eight. Miz is on eight. Yeah. Six. So Joe gets the point. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, boy. Joe gets his first point. <laughs> yeah, I win. <laughs> you know, sir. Good day. Good day, sir. Good day. And is Taryn still bottom? Taryn is still bottom, which is beautiful. I'll take it every day. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that brings a close to this week's episode of Grapplecast. So, Dan, where can everybody find us? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're Grapplecast Show. We're on all of your favourite platforms, but you can actually stream us through the link that we post as well. We're on your Apple, your Spotify, your, your Deezer. Still don't know what a Deezer is. If you want to tell me what it is, that'd be cool. Um, but we are on the social medias. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Twitter. We're on the Instagram. Feel free to give us a follow. But more importantly, uh, like and subscribe. 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 And make sure you give us those uh, comments um, and give us those five stars as well because they all help. We'd like to hear from you guys. Yes. Thank you very much, Dan. And I am going to go to you, Joe, to sign us off. Unprepared. But go for it, Joe. Sign us off. Well, thank you very much for listening. And we bid you adieu and good night farewell bye